0: Hey there, it's Pete Mundo. Thanks for checking out this week's radio show. Flipped it into a podcast, as we do each and every week. And if you could, please leave us a rating, review, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. It it helps us out a lot. And if you do it, I'll send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie. Just email me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Well, as we're getting ready for the uh, college football season, a new season, a new tenure for the KU Jayhawks, and it all starts with Les Miles. Here to talk about that is Mike Plank. He is the uh, chief editor of Rock Chalk Talk. They do a great job covering KU. And, Mike, you know, just give me the pulse. I was at the spring game. It was a great crowd, but I think mostly possibly because of Rick Ross. But just give me the pulse of Lawrence right now and how this fan base is feeling about Les Miles.
1: I think we're feeling overall pretty well. Uh, like you said, the spring game was a good turnout. It was a little bit chilly, if I recall correctly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Rick Ross, I think, was definitely a big attraction and got some, uh, got some more student participation, some more student attendance in there. Um, and, uh, I mean, I think the, the game itself wasn't super exciting, but I think it was designed that way. By Les Miles, and uh, people are definitely ready to see what he can do. I mean, we're uh, we're already counting down over at Rock Chalk Talk. We're counting down 100 days to Kansas football. We're trying to put out a football article every single day. So far, we've been successful, uh, but uh, you know, probably about five of those articles so far have been about just Les Miles. So <laughs> I'd say that the excitement level is definitely definitely uh, tangible or palatable or Um, however you want to say
0: that what what have you seen Mike from Les Miles over the past and I know you know it's all off-field stuff or or spring days and and spring practice things but what have you seen from Les Miles that leads you to believe he is the guy that can turn around this program whatever that means to you know I know that means different things to different people but what have you seen from him that leads you to believe he can be that guy
1: uh, and this is actually something that we've covered, or that I personally have covered in at least one, if not two, articles recently. Uh, he he reminds me. Where I'm going to start is he reminds me a lot of Mark Mangino, and what what I did was I went, and this is probably a bad way to go about it, um, and, yeah, admittedly, but I went back and I looked at the transcripts or quotes that I could find from the press conferences. From Terry Allen through Les Miles, so you know, going back into the '90s, and I think I even went back to Glenn Mason actually. So going back into the '80s, so Glenn Mason, Terry Allen, uh, Mark Mangino, Charlie Weiss, david Bay, all of them—and uh, and the quotes from Mark Mangino and Les Miles were eerily similar. Uh, there was there was a lot less talk about. Um, more abstract things i guess and a lot more talk about um you know specific goals we want to you know we we plan on winning we came here to win that's what we're going to do that's our goal uh we want to win the conference we want to win games we want to be competitive and it was a lot more other than as compared to like the turner gills and the terry allens who were more of a well we want to recruit young men you know
0: improve every day right yes
1: improve every day and and recruit hard working men and and make alumni proud of our program it was it was much less abstract than that and that really stood out to me and i kind of hammered on that kind of like i'm doing now to you unfortunately but uh uh... that that really stood out to me and then uh, like you said in your in your question a lot of the things that he's done uh, we haven't played a game with Les Mm -hmm. miles yet so everything he's done has been off the field but it's all been incredible he's had student participation in workouts in practices you know hey kids come out and catch some passes from carter's family type of deal Mm -hmm. which he did at lsu to be fair it's not a new thing for him he's always done that But, um, you know, buying students lunches, I don't know how many lunches he bought. He just, you know, he sent out a tweet. Hey, here's where I am. You come by, I'll buy you lunch Mm. type of deal. Um, So, I mean, it's just he's been an incredible ambassador. He's said all the right things. Um, He sounds like a football coach. Um, I mean, he's just. Is, he's packed full energy, and, it, and it's bleeding off into the Kansas fan base. I it,
0: think. Is there anything you've seen, and this is hard to tell because, once again, there's been no you know games yet, but is there anything you've seen from Les Miles where you're like, you know, hey, maybe he's lost a step. Anything at all? Any way to judge him on that front yet? Uh, you know, I, I'm
1: going to say no, obviously, because, okay. again, we haven't, we haven't seen anything. Okay. Uh, so the short answer is no. The longer answer is um, – and – you see it a lot on Twitter, especially from, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to call them the haters, you know, the mm-hmm. K-State fans, the Missouri fans, whatever, <laughs> about how Les Miles is old and he can't recruit, and he's, you know, he's um, over his skis and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not based in anything. Um, I'm not going to name who it was, but I spoke with a one of the beat reporters who follows the team rather closely, because I tweeted something about that in response to one of these guys, which... By the way, probably should you know, don't feed the trolls type of deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he yeah. saw my tweet and, and he messaged me and he said, "Man, don't believe any of that stuff." He said, "Les Miles is killing it on the recruiting trail. The recruits love him. Uh, he, you know, he's got the energy of a forty-year-old. Like he is, he is absolutely one hundred percent all in on this." And so that made me feel real good, <laughs> you know, about where Miles is and uh, you know, kind of where Kansas football is right now, even though. You know they still got the scholarship situation and and all that stuff. The, the recruiting really is looking up, and uh, you know he is completely overhauling the offense and, and the defense. Um, they're going from a four-two-five from Clint Bowen's four-two-five to a three-four scheme, and uh, you know we're just uh, maybe they only win two, three, four games, but this first year that's going to be okay considering where they're coming from and what they've got to work with. Um, you know we just. We, unfortunately, we kind of have to go back to those abstract things if we want to see improvement, Yeah, uh, at least this first year. But, um, yeah, no, I haven't seen anything out of Les Miles that has given me any kind of pause.
0: Uh, Mike Planks joining us, chief editor dot com does great work for the uh, cover in the KU Jayhawks. Mike, you know, I think that this is the hardest turnaround in America, and it's not just because of how bad KU football has been, but also because of, you know, the round-robin schedule of the Big 12. There's never a year where you miss the Texases, the Oklahomans of the world, like, say, you know, Rutgers in the Big 10 might miss an Ohio State or a Michigan or a Michigan State. That doesn't happen in the Big 12. It's just you kind of get a benefit over home versus away. How much harder does it make a turnaround for a guy like Les Miles?
1: Uh, We actually talked about this just a year or two ago when, you know, David Beatty was pretty obvious he was not going to be successful about the difference between, we were trying to compare Beatty and Snyder and why is Beatty failing and Snyder was succeeding and, you know, in the early 90s, and part of it, part of it was the fact that the conference has changed and you, uh, you know, you have Texas now and you have to play Texas and Oklahoma every year and. Uh, well, all the Texas schools are good now. Baylor's not down anymore. Um, Oklahoma State's really good now. Yeah, uh, I mean, Oklahoma State's won 10 games, what, four out of the past five years, I think, mm. uh, which is kind of a surprising stat. I don't think a lot of people know that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's it's tough to move up in this league, especially if you're the number 10 team. Um, and yeah, there's no breaks in the schedule. I was looking at the schedule earlier, and I think we have – Texas and Oklahoma back to back in October, <laughs> so yeah. uh, it's uh, uh, it's definitely going to be uh, difficult. Um, we, we never really did solve the riddle of um, you know K State in the '80s versus KU now. Um, other than to say that, kind of like you already mentioned, the, the scheduling is a lot harder. Um, you have the nine conference games as opposed to eight now. Uh, so you you know you used to could schedule three or four gimmies, and now you can only schedule two or three. Um, uh, so yeah, it's a lot harder to make a bowl game out of the big 12, I think, due to that. And, uh, you know, not making a bowl game takes away from practice time and, uh, I, takes away from, you know, the prestige of playing in bowl games and selling that to recruits and, and all, it, all, it just kind of all feeds on itself. And, and I think that's miles biggest challenge is getting Kansas out of that rut and, and, uh, you know, getting them into a more of a national conversation.
0: Now I know, Mike. There's been some conversation lately about um, fundraising for new facilities, stadiums, things like that. Uh, how long term of a process is that? Is that something that can affect recruiting here in the short term?
1: Uh, I think it may already have. Uh, they just opened up a what a $10 million practice facility, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, something like that, um, just uh, to immediate west of, of the stadium, I believe. Uh, so yeah, I think that's, and that just opened a couple months ago. It opened this summer. So I think that already has drawn in some recruits. They just remodeled the locker rooms two years ago Mm -hmm. and, uh, and gave us, uh, well, they gave season season ticket holders tours anyway. And I wrote about that back at the time. Um, it rivals anything that Texas or Oklahoma or even Alabama has, to be completely honest with you. Um, you know, I've seen the pictures and (laughs) done the research on that and, and they they have the facilities. Uh, they have the coach now. Uh, and, uh, I mean, if they can just – gosh, man, Kansas fans are starved for a winner. Um, if, if you're even kind of competitive, they will show up, they will show out, um, they'll fill up that stadium for them, and then it becomes so much easier to recruit. So, Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's – uh, I, I feel like they're on the brink, and I, I really hope that Miles
0: is the guy, because if he's not, who is? Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's a great point. It is a great point. Who is? And, yeah, they are adding an increase of $5 million as well in spending for the football program. That will put KU in the middle of the pack uh, per Jeff Long, the new, of course, athletic director. Not new, but he's a year into the job. Let's talk about Jeff Long. How much pressure is there on this guy to get this hire right? Let's be honest, uh, Mike, he's not there to do anything with the basketball program. That thing runs itself. He's there to turn around football. He comes from Arkansas. How much pressure is Jeff Long feeling? Uh, well, right
1: now I don't think he's under too much pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, because we haven't played a game yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, if, you know, we get to, what, year four of West Miles and he's won six games in three years, there's going to be some pressure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, because I – and I don't know if he had his choice of – Coaches or not? I mean, they they fired Beatty in early enough in November that you know uh, they were one of the first ones out there to say, "Hey, we have a head coaching position available, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, and and they didn't go after any of the any of the young you know quote unquote up and comer type guys. Um, you know, they didn't go after the Neil Browns or the Seth Latrells or or anybody like that. Um,
0: so. Well, to me, those uh, guys, I, I Mike, it, would have been a mistake. You know, I, I, just, I just think you needed a, a unique hire like Les Miles to try to make this thing work, at least in the short term.
1: Uh, and that's possible. Uh, I think more than that, I, I don't know that you necessarily needed a unique hire. I just think you need – it's like any place. You need the right hire. Mm. And the right kind of person at Kansas is a Mark Mangino type of person, somebody who is uh, you know, going to tell it like it is and not take any crap from anybody and, you know, who is a, for, for lack of a better word, uh, uh, an old school football coach. Um, and uh, I think Charlie Weiss probably was that, uh, but I think you know, for a variety of reasons that didn't work out here. Um, but uh, and Kansas kind of alternates back and forth between the nice guy players coach and the, you know, the, the hard-nosed football coach. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I think Glenn Mason was definitely more along the mold of a Mark Mangino. And, and like I said, I think Charlie Weiss probably is at his core. I just think his strategy was probably flawed. And yeah. uh, I think we have that again here in Les Miles.
0: Well, so. it's, it's going to be very interesting to follow. I'm uh, I'm fascinated to see what what goes on here under Les Miles. And, yes, it's a work in progress. It's a process, of course, all cliches but true cliches. He's Mike Plank. He is the uh, chief editor of dot com. Hey Mike, it's always great to have you on. We'll do it again as we uh, inch closer towards the season. Enjoy the rest of the summer, man. We'll talk to you soon. Pete, you do the exact same thing, my friend, and uh, let's get you up to Lawrence sometime this fall. What do you say? Uh, I would be great, man. I was uh, like I said at the spring game, and now that I'm in Kansas City, we'll uh, we'll definitely be out there. All right. He's Mike Plank. Appreciate his time. And please do leave us a rating, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. It helps us out a lot. And if you do it, I'll send you the free koozie. Pete Mundo at HeartlandCollegeSports.com. Send me a screenshot and we'll get it in the mail. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon.